Last week, I spoke to you on, um, anybody remember? A person, a very short person in the Bible? Zacchaeus. Every little kid sings about Zacchaeus. That he climbed a tree, right? And we were talking about break past the noise because the noise, uh, uh, Jesus broke past the noise, the crowd, the murmuring, uh, the judgment, the condemnation. And yet Jesus said, went to uh, Zacchaeus' house, and Zacchaeus was a tax collector. And when Jesus went there, uh, he was a Jew, and he was also a tax collector. And everybody hates tax collector. I think people hate tax collectors today. <clears throat> but they would call him sinner. And yet Jesus said, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house and going to have dinner. And people heard that Jesus was coming to a, 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 a tax collector. They said, why would he go and eat with sinners? But yet Jesus broke past the noise. That's what I was talking about last week, to break past the noise, the murmuring, the, the talking, uh, and walk into Zacchaeus' house and allowed his presence, the purity of who Christ is, to be in the presence of God. And the Bible says that today, or Jesus himself said, today salvation has come to this home. See, you never know what influence you bring to people by, by just being in their presence. You know, oftentimes uh, we have this thing, well, they don't need me. Yes, they do. Uh, oftentimes in church, we think, well, they don't need me. I'm just a person. No, we need your presence. You can watch the service online. We offer that. But there is nothing like listening to it in person. There is nothing like going in person, uh, uh, especially when you can sense the presence of the Lord and that you can build a community of people. And so you can, sometimes you've got to break past the noise to get to people, break past the noise to pursue the things of God. Today, I want to uh, look at uh, a couple of scriptures, but uh, the first scripture is John 8, 12, okay? John 8, 12, it says, Then Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. I want you to go to uh, Luke chapter 8. This is going to be my main um, <clears throat> scripture here. Luke chapter 8. No one, when he has lit a lamp, okay, covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed but sets it on a lampstand that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is secret that would not be revealed or anything hidden that would not be known and come to light. Therefore, take heed how you hear. Huh. For whoever has to him more will be given. Do you see that? And whoever does not have, even what he seems to have, will be taken from him. I want to talk to you today on the subject of secrets to tell. Last week we talked about break past the noise. Today we're going to talk about secrets to tell. I'm telling on y'all, y'all. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we ask that you would bless your word. Let it become raiment to us today. Let it leap off the pages and into our hearts. Lord, it is not by might nor by power, but by your spirit. So, Lord, we ask that you anoint our minds. We may understand our ears, that we may hear our heart. We may receive and bear fruit. Bless your word. Bless the listeners today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
when I was reading this uh, uh, story again, this is uh, the Lord loves to Jesus when he was on the earth in the physical form of man. He loved to share stories. And uh, stories are always a, a unifying thing. You know, anyone ever uh, gone camping? Yes, camping. And, and, and at night, yes, at night you would sit around a campfire and you would tell stories. Some people like to tell the scary stories about things coming out of the woods. Some people like to tell... Uh, stories bring us together. It gives us an understanding. Uh, and oftentimes stories teach us truth. Here Jesus tells a story, uh, a parable. He talks about that no one lights a candle and puts it under a bed or cover it with a vessel but sets it on a lampstand that those who enter may see the light. And, and yet Jesus himself says that he is the light of the world. But in Matthew 5.14, he says this, you are the light of the world. Wait a minute. Wait, in John 8, he says that I'm the light of the world, and he who follows me will not walk in darkness but have the light of life. But then in Matthew 5, 14, he says that you and I are the light of the world. A city that is set upon a hill cannot be hidden. Wait a minute, is God, is God talking uh, uh, in uh, uh, contradiction? No, he's not. It's because the moment that you and I became believers in Christ, uh, the, the Christ that is the light of the world became, li uh, became living in us. That's where the spirit of the Lord is now. He is living in side of us. That's why we get the term born again. Before you and I were believers in Jesus Christ, we were dead in our spirit. But the moment we received Jesus, uh, the spirit that was dead because of sin lives again. And so that is where our spirit and the Holy Spirit, which is Christ, lives in us. And now that light of the world is now in us. And we now can become the light to many those around us. And yet Jesus compares this, and he talks about the candle. The moment you and I are believers in Jesus, it is like him lighting us like a candle. You and I are now supposed to be the light of the world and we are lit like a candle. But oftentimes we are afraid uh, to show our light. We are afraid uh, to let people know that we are believers. We are afraid uh, that we are Christians. We are afraid that the things that God has given us, we are afraid to share. You know, oftentimes we are uh, 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 incognito Christians. Jesus doesn't need any spies. We want to be quiet about our faith. We want to uh, hide our faith. We want to not let people know. No, your faith doesn't not to be uh, uh, blasted everywhere that gets on everyone's nerve, but your faith should be something that people recognize because why? Light always influences darkness. I, was thought, I thought about naming this uh, a sermon, You're Rubbing Off on Me. But you know what? This candlestick, have you ever noticed that when uh, Jesus compares this uh, uh, us as the candle that has been lit, and when it's lit, you don't put it under a cover. You don't put it under the bed, but you put it on a candlestick. I want to talk to you in this sense, that the moment that God lights you up, that there are talents and gifts and skills that God has given you. Because the Bible says in the book of Genesis that you and I were created in his 
image. And so the intelligence and the skills and the talents you have, it was God-given. And uh, because it's God-given, the moment you come into his understanding, he begins, he wants to put you in a candlestick. Now, I'm going to tell you what a candlestick. It represents spiritually a platform. Listen to what I just said. God wants to put you on a platform. See, a platform is a place that is elevated. I'm on a platform. We normally call this a stage, but it's actually a platform. God wants us to be on a platform. The reason why you're in the business you're in, the reason why you are in the career you're in, the, will, the reason why you're so passionate about what you do is because God has lit you up because there are skills and talents uh, and intelligence and you have the right temperament. God has tried to use you and put you in a platform so that you can have influence in darkness. You're rubbing off on people, but oftentimes we don't want to be on that platform. Oh, I don't want to be high uh, raised up. You know, too bad is because the best use of light is not under a bed. It's actually lifted up. Amen. Have anybody ever uh, uh, go into a room? You always have a light that's hanging from the ceiling. Why does it hang from the ceiling and not on the floor? Is because why? Because a light's best effort to shine into a room, it gives us the most influence, is when it's elevated. And some of you right today, I am speaking prophetically into your life that some of you have the skills and the talent that God is trying to light you up and place you on a platform that when you get elevated, people will see the God that is in you. Right. You know, there is a famous... Uh, I would put it like this. There is a very famous 21-time uh, um, Grammy Award-winning rapper. Okay? Don't you all start singing that song. Right? 21-time Grammy Award winner. Okay? He's a believer in Jesus now. Let me tell you something. He is influencing Many, many people. It's because now they said that the moment that he had his first uh, few services, that there has been a people that follow search engines and algorithms. They said that they found out that uh, the, the who is Jesus and what is the Bible and what is Christianity. The search for that has gone up. Uh, it, it's gone up. The search engine has gone up. There is a, a, a ministry right now that's putting thousands and thousands of Bibles just to hand it out for free. There are thousands of hands going up to receive Jesus for the first time. Maybe they've fallen away, but for the first time. Why? It's because the minute that God gives us the ability to be lit up in him, he begins to put us on a platform so that we can shine bright. Wherever you are in your work, in your influence, you have to realize that now you have a platform and that platform allows you to have an influence into darkness. But nobody wants that because they think it's so hard. But brothers and sisters, it's not about you. We always want it to be about you. Well, I don't want to talk about it, Pat. I don't want people to know. Well, I'm forbidden to talk about it because I go to school. I know that you are, but light doesn't have to talk about anything. It just has to be. Does people know you're, you're a believer? Does, when you walk into uh, your place of work, when, uh, when you walk around, the way you do business, the way you do your work, is there something different about you? Or you're just like everyone else. 
Or is there someone that your manager, your boss would come and say, you know what? I've dealt with a lot of people uh, uh, in this career, in this industry, and I've never met a person like you. There is something going on about you. I remember working for a man, um, and he said, you know what? There are a lot of people that tell me they're believers, but there is something about you and your wife that uh, I've never, I wish I had a hundred of you. I was like, wow, really? Yes. He said, you know what? I would never have to worry about people stealing from me, people trying to uh, do things and lie about it. Uh, people try to hurt my company. But he said, I wish I had a hundred of you. you. You work hard. You do this. Why? And I said, he goes, how come you're like that? I said, it's because I fear God more than I fear you. See, brothers and sisters, the reason why God is lighting us and became born again, we become born again. That's why he calls us the light of the world. The light works best when it's elevated. The light works best when it's on a platform. The light God is trying to allow you to be the platform that influences darkness. Who are you rubbing off on? Who are you uh, uh, inspiring at work? Who are you inspiring at school? Who are you inspiring? You have to go out and say, you know what? Your life has to speak for the goodness of God. You know, it's not enough to, to go in church uh, on Sunday. It's not enough just to do your own thing. It's got to be about those people around that knows the mysteries of God. People ask me, say, how come you're so passionate about God? That's because I've seen the secrets of God. How many of here have ever seen a person in a wheelchair ever get out of the wheelchair? Literally seen it. Not on YouTube, but really seen it, was in the room. I have, many times over. How many here have ever seen people's arms and legs grow out, even though they were born with one arm or one leg shorter than the other? I have. I prayed for them. And you ask, why would you not be passionate? Because God is so real. How many times, how many people have seen people that are, or, or have witnessed people that have deaf ears, and then you pray for them and their ears open? I have. How many people have seen demonic influence on people, and when you pray in the name of Jesus, they are set free? I have. Why in the world would I not tell the secrets of God to people that need it? Why wouldn't I be passionate? The reason why God wants us to be passionate about him is because this, it says, for nothing is secret that would not be revealed. Did you know that people right now needs what you have in your life? Yeah. You know, oftentimes we preach this, the secret, we think that that word secret is something we did in the dark that is sinful. But the reality is there are gifts and talents that's in you that has been concealed. That word secret means just concealed, that God is trying to reveal to the world. Think about it. That there are things that you and I have that the world needs. Did you know your friend needs something that you have? Did you know that there's wisdom inside of you that this world has or, or needs that you have? That God is trying to get that secret out of you so that you can tell about the goodness. That says that nothing is secret that would not be revealed or anything hidden that they may not be known and come to light. Oh, brothers and sisters, that God is trying to reveal the goodness and the greatness that God 
has for you that you have. That's why the, that song I love, it says, His goodness is running after me. His goodness is running after me. Just imagine the gifts and the talents you have that it would change this nation. It would change this world. But we, we have to allow God to use us. We have to hear correctly. Because the Bible says, when uh, those that take heed how you hear, for when you understand, more will be given to you. More. Who wants more? When it's good, do you want more or you want less? You sure? Has anybody here ever ate really good food? Even though you're full, but you still want to keep eating? Yes? Yeah, right? You would say like this, I, I'm really full, but I can't stop eating. Right? It's because when it's good, you want more. See, when God's goodness is running after you and people want to see you because your goodness, you have a way of helping them. You have a way of, of uh, ministering to them. You have a way of talking to them. They want to be more like Jesus and not less like Jesus. See, they want to be more uh, like what you have. They want more of what you have. And so now you become the light and you begin to what? Reveal or influence darkness. That means you are repelling darkness because the minute you turn on the light, all the things that you didn't think that you've seen, now you see. Did you know that you didn't, oh, when God shines a light on you, you didn't even know you could do what you can do? When I was a little boy, I never thought I'd be where I'd be. That's not even proper English, but you know what I get. Uh, when I was a little boy, I never thought I'd go to the nations like I do. Uh, when I was a little boy, I never thought uh, that, uh, uh, that I would travel and speak in front of thousands of people uh, from South America uh, to Asia to North America to Central America, uh, even uh, to uh, Scandinavia. I never thought that I'd go and, and have people uh, uh, listen to the things of God. I didn't know until God revealed that, the things that are secret, God began to tell. You know, I have a friend uh, uh, in, in, in California. He's a pastor. His wife would say, uh, the first time she heard me about 10 years ago, uh, she said, Lord, where have you been hiding him? You know, she's a Vietnamese lady. She goes, where, has you been where have you been hiding him? And it, when you are, uh, when God is trying to reveal you, it's because the world needs the God in you. Amen. Brother and sisters, stop trying to cover it up with your ways and your method. You see, oftentimes when God gives us the inspiration, we want to hide it. We want to be, uh, we want, we allow people to put things over us. We allow people to put a wrong teaching. Uh, you know, it's a shame today that I go around and I hear people that they'd be in church for years and never, under, never understood the word of God. They, they'd be going in church and can't remember one sermon. They'd be there 10, 20 years. What are you doing? Because God wants to reveal his truth to you. And when he knows, when you know the truth, the truth will make you free. Amen. Did you know that not only the skills in your life and my life, but there are talents that will help you influence this world? You're like, oh, but pastor, I, I, I don't have any of that. Yes, you do. 
See, God didn't create you for this time in history so that you can just be born, get saved, get a good job, live in a nice home, have a nice marriage, have kids, and then die. To me, that would be very boring, actually. Because then what? You know, I, I have friends that are very wealthy. And when they were younger, they, they would say, man, I pursued all that. I, I've had of all. I've had all the Rolexes you can own. I've driven big cars and lived in big homes. And he goes, you know, when, when, I, when I was a kid, I thought it'd be cool to make it. And when I made it, he said it was the same. It was actually worse. I had more obligation. I felt worse. He said, but when I pursued God and what God, my life is forever changed because the secrets of God is worth more than the wealth of this world. Amen. You know, there's nothing like helping someone be transformed in the image of God. Brothers and sisters, there's secrets in you that God wants to tell to the world. I'm not talking about bad secrets. I'm talking about there are good things in you that we need. Did you know that uh, there are good things in you? You have gifts. I, I tell people when they come to this church, they say, what is your gift? What do you like to do? Can you help us? Not because of us, but can you help the ministry? Can you help it? Because when you are involved, it gets better. True? It's just like in the book of Genesis when God created everything. He said he looked at every day, day one through five. He said, and God, look at what he created, and it was good. But on the last day, he created man, which is day six. And he said when he created man, he looked at everything. He said it was very good. You know why it became very good? It's because man was involved. Until you and I become involved in the things of God, it's just good. Church is just good, but it comes very good when you get involved. Church is just good, uh, and the music's just good, but it becomes very good when you're involved. See, this society is good. We live in a good country, but it becomes very good when you and I, who have the light of Christ, gets involved. But we want things to be put over us, vessels and beds. We, we allow people to hide us. And the thing about it is, is this that got me. The Bible says that no man lights a candle and puts it under a bed or a vessel, right? He said, but they put it on a platform, the candlestick, elevated, so that what? People can benefit from they what? that people may see the light. Wait a minute. Did that make you think? He said they never saw the candle, but they saw the light. See, it's never about you and me, the candle. It's always about the light that comes through us because you and I are useless without the light. The candle's useless without the light. See, uh, you, you ever, I remember <clears throat> back in the day, and I guess the, the ladies still have it. My house is full of it at one time. All these fragrant candles, <laughs> right? They're, they're, they wrapped up in all this beauty. I remember my wife would get one for like uh, 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 a Christmas present. She's all happy. And I said, honey, why are you so happy? She goes, I got a candle. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and, he, and he goes, it smells good. And I said, yeah, 
uh, that's great, but the smell goes away. But when the power goes off, the benefit of that candle is revealed. See, you can smell good and you can look good, but when the things are dark, it's only good when that candle is lit up. See, brothers and sisters, we live in a dark world. You and I are the candle. Until we are lit up by the things of God, we become just a candle. People say, that's nice. You're a nice Christian. You dress good. You smell good. Oh, pastor, you look so good. But until they really are walking in darkness, the light that is in us becomes a benefit. Amen. See, nobody sees the candle when the light is around. See, we want to light a candle when, every, when it's daytime. Nobody lights a candle during the day. The, be, the best benefit of a candle is when it's the darkest. Yeah, yeah. You see, oftentimes we, we talk about it, being the light of this world, but we are not willing to allow God to light us up. How do we do that? Good question. How do we do that? Read his word. Get connected. Get people around you that are lit up. Because if you put a candle that's lit up to a candle that's not lit up, eventually that candle will light too. Because you see those birthday cakes we used to have, all those candles, I would see they would burn and we would take one candle and light the other candle really quick. It happens the same. you got to get around people. you got to be led by the Holy Spirit. I want to leave you with this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and they don't have it on the board. You just have to follow it. 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4, 3 and 6. I want, you to, I want you to hear this. But even if our gospel is veiled or hidden, it is hidden to those that are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Listen to this. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Sisters, this world doesn't know the secrets of God but you and I do. Paul calls the gospel the secret to those that don't believe. People often ask, they say, why you become a Christian? I said, man, that's the greatest thing I've ever done is to be a Christian. And they say, but that, I, I, I see it. It, it. it looks so boring. It looks so, that's because you don't know the secrets. But when you know the secrets, you become addicted. When you know the secret, you become intoxicated. When you know the secret, you become passionate. When you know the secret, you will walk with joy and peace while other people are walking in darkness. You have the light. You have the light of peace. You have the light of this world. You have the light and you would walk with joy because God says that my goodness is running after you. And when you are a believer in Jesus, his goodness is stored up for you. See, oftentimes we, we want to talk about things. We want to say, oh, but... The reality is, as a candle, it's only effective when it's lit up. You can look nice, but the, be the benefit, the use of a candle is to be lit up. Brother and sister, may the light of Jesus Christ light you up. Let us stand.
What secrets does God want to tell through your life? You know, we often, everybody wants to keep secrets. Can I ask you something? <clears throat> Why do people want to keep secrets? Why does the United States government have secret information? What we would call classified. Is because secrets are valuable. That's why people are trying to hack into the government. That's why people are trying to hack into your computer. Because if they can get the secrets of your life, there's value. And see, God is trying to tell the secrets to your life as a believer in Christ. Maybe you don't believe in Jesus. Maybe you've walked and you think you know Jesus, but you've known religion. There are secrets because the secrets in your life has value. Think about it. Why else would, when you go and speak to people that deal with medical field or people that deal with financial things, people that are in the, uh, uh, the law, you have what they call confidentiality. It's because your life is valuable. That's why we have to keep it a secret. But see, the spiritual life of a believer, the things of God must be revealed to those people. It is never meant just for us. It was always meant for us to enjoy and then give out. Give out. You know, many of you maybe work in the technological field. There's so much value in these technological companies, internet companies, right? They protect their secrets, company secrets. Knowledge is because it's valuable. But the secrets in your life is so valuable for your neighbor, those that you work with. There are so many things in your life that you could change another person if you allow God just to work through your life. And you say, how, Pastor? <clears throat> how? Asking the Holy Spirit every time you walk into your place of work and say, Lord, show me how I can influence this brother this person, this co-worker. Tell them how I can influence their life. With every eyes closed, heads bowed, let me just pray for you. <clears throat> Where are you in the light of your life? Are there things that is in you that you want to reveal? Maybe you have a hidden talent. Maybe you have special influence. Maybe you have a special skill. I don't know where you come from, those that are watching us. Maybe you said, you know, Pastor, I don't even know. I don't even know Jesus. If that's you, and you said, you know, I want to believe in him. I want to accept Jesus, my Lord and Savior. I want you to just raise your hand. Those that are watching, where you are, you just said, I want to receive Jesus. Just raise your hand right there at home, wherever you're listening. Just want you to pray after me. Lord Jesus, 
I know I'm a sinner. And I know that you are perfect. That you died on the cross for me. You shed your blood that I can be clean. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Write my name in the book of life in heaven. I make you the Lord of my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, bless your people. Bless those that have listened and watched. Watch over them this week. Guide them. Let your goodness run after you, them, Lord. Protect them. Let your love surround them, your peace. Lord, whatever they do, let them do it with joy. Let them do it with peace. Thank you, Lord. I bless them in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. As they sing this song, just shake somebody's hand. Love you. See you next week.